Wednesday night. That might sound familiar. While Billy was preaching uh, this last week or Wednesday night, uh, he ran across a statement. And when uh, he read across it and he commented not much on it, just a little bit, really caught my attention. And I just been thinking about it all week. And uh, boy, it's a good message Wednesday night. It's good. Billy done good. And uh, so I just got this thought on my heart, and we'll try to deal with it tonight. And I trust the Lord to help us. Judges chapter number six. We'll begin our reading tonight in verse number eleven. Judges chapter number six, verses verse number eleven. The Bible says there came an angel of the Lord and sat down under an oak. Which was an Orpha that pertained to Joash the Abazarite, and his son Gideon threshed wheat by the wine press to hide it from the Midianites. The angel of the Lord appeared unto him and said unto him, The Lord is with thee, thy mighty man of valor. Gideon said unto him, O Lord, if the Lord be with us, why then is all this befallen us? Now that goes along with what I preached last Sunday on why do the wicked seem to get ahead in life and the righteous seem to suffer. That's all preaching on, but it goes along with it. And where be all the miracles which our father told us of saying, did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord hath forsaken us and delivered us under the hands of the Midianites. And the Lord looked upon him and said, Go in this thy might, thou shalt save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. Have, I, have not I sent thee? And he said unto him, O my Lord, wherewith shall I save Israel? Behold, my family is poor in Manasseh, and I am the least in my father's house. And the Lord said unto him, Surely I'll be with thee. And thou shalt smite the Midianites as one man. Let's pray together. Father, we ask, Lord, that you touch and help the service tonight. Lord, would you give us clarity of thought? Lord, clarity of speech. And Father, though we may be tired in the flesh, Lord, uh, the flesh is weak. We know that. The spirit, those willing. So I pray, God, you do a work, a mighty work in our midst tonight. Help us now as only you can. We'll thank you for all that's accomplished in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. I'm interested tonight, and of course, Billy did a great job laying it up, laying all this out. I'm just going to kind of pick up where he left off. Uh, But I'm interested tonight in that phrase where God said there in verse number 16, the Lord said unto him, Surely I'll be with thee, and thou shalt smite the Midianites as one man. I'm interested in that phrase. I've thought about it all week. Thou shalt smite the Midianites as one man. So if the Lord will help us for just a few minutes, I want God to speak to our hearts on the thought of an army of one. An army of one. Uh, For just a little time uh, in the 90s, that was the slogan of the army. If you'll recall that, it was one of their most short-lived slogans. But for a little while, their slogan was an army of one. And uh, I began to think about what God was telling 
Gideon here, he's called Gideon to a tall task. And that task was to expel the Midianites from the land. Like Brother Billy read to us on Wednesday night, they were like locusts. They just came in and took over all the land of Israel. And it was no small task uh, what God was calling Gideon to do. You might be interested in knowing who the Midianites were. Uh, if you'll study, what you'll find is that after Sarah died, Abraham had another wife uh, named Ketrua, and she bore him six children. And one of those children was Median. And so really what uh, this is, is he's a distant cousin. The Medianites are distant cousins to the Israelites. And if you study your Bible, you'll find that, as a matter of fact, uh, when Moses was on the backside of the desert, that's where he found his wife was in Median. And Jethro, his father-in-law, the Bible said, was the priest of Midian. And there was Midianites that were intermingled in the exodus out of Egypt. But the problem came when the Midianites uh, joined uh, forces with some of the Moabites and they hired Balaam to curse Israel. You remember that story. And after that, uh, they were a cursed race. And of course, God had instructed the Israelites to take care of them and as the Israelites often did, they came up short. And now in the book of Judges, they have backslidden on God. The Midianites have come in. Really, it's their distant cousins. Uh, they've brought in all kinds of idolatry and Baal worship. And uh, now Gideon, God is calling Gideon uh, to expel them. And he says to Gideon, he says, I'm going to allow you to do it as one man. Well, uh, there's, if, you'll, if you'll look in, common, in commentaries, there's a few different uh, versions of what uh, different commentators say that uh, God might have meant by that. And it's like uh, so many other things. If you read after five men, you come up with five ideas. Um, some commentators would say what God was saying uh, to Gideon was that uh, he would allow Gideon to uh, defeat the Midianites as if the Midianites were only one man. Uh, in other words, God would decrease the ability of the enemy. Well, I'll say God is able to do that. Uh, we see that all through the Bible, that God at different times would decrease the ability of the enemy. Now, okay, let me just stop and say this right here while I'm dealing with this. We serve one greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. And the enemy may seem like he's big and raging in our day, but I can guarantee you this, he's not as big as you think he is, amen. God's still in control and he knows what he's doing. And so God can decrease the ability of the enemy. Uh, we find that he does that in the scripture. I began to think about 1 Samuel chapter number 7. While Samuel is offering a uh, burnt offering there, the Philistines gather uh, against them, and the Bible said that God discomfited the Philistines. And so in other words, God with his mighty hand uh, decreased the power of the Philistines and allowed Israel to have the advantage. And so I'm glad that God can, God can do that. He can decrease the bit. Then you might, Read after other men. Uh, I read after a few men that said like Brother Billy that God could increase Gideon and use Gideon as one man 
to defeat all of the Midianites. Well, I believe God can do that, don't you? Sure he can. There's examples all through the Bible. I began to think about how that God used only David to slay Goliath. That was he elevated the power of Goliath, uh, the power of David. You see, David in himself had no power to kill Goliath, but God elevated the power of David. I began to think about Samson and how that Samson killed those Philistines with the jawbone of an ass over a thousand Philistines. And God increased time and time again, God increased the power of Samson. I began to think about how that both Eliezer and Shema, two of David's mighty men, defeated a host of Philistines by themselves. It wasn't that they were that powerful. It was that God raised them that much in order to be able to. And so God can increase our power. With Christ, all things are possible. And just as the enemy is not as big as you think he is, you have more power if you're saved than you think you've got. We live way below our birthright. We, uh, there, there's vast power available to us tonight. And you and I, if uh, there's untelling telling what God can do through this one person that'd be obedient. One person. But God didn't use one person. Now, I want to pick up where Billy left off and talk to you a little bit about the routing of the Midianites. And uh, God used an army to do that. Now, I want us to think about how he did it. He took what was to begin with 32,000 men. Now, would you say that sounds like a pretty good army? I'd say so. <laughs> and now, boy, I'd be pretty comfortable if I was Gideon and God said, I'll, I'll let you smite them as if you're one man. And then he gave me, give me, give me 32,000. <laughs> I think, boy, if I can smite them as one man, I got 32,000. I ain't got a problem. And so to begin with, he has this large army, but God does what God often does. And he did something that made everybody scratch their head and say, what in the world's the Lord doing? Because what he did was he put Gideon through an, an army reduction. He said, Gideon, you've got too many. Now, how in the world can that be? How can you ever have too many? And I remember one time, we arrested this old fella, and uh, I forget now how many deputies that was up there. There's maybe 10 or 12 deputies. And he said, well, he said, I don't know how many deputies y'all thought it was going to take to arrest me, but I know how many you sent. <laughs> Amen. You sent 10 or 12. <laughs> so apparently I must be a pretty bad man if you thought it'd take that many deputies to arrest me. Uh, but you think about it, you'd want all that you could. I wouldn't care. I'd want, I mean, they strengthen numbers. <laughs> We want a group of people. Let's take all that we can. And God says to Gideon, you got too many. And so the very first thing that he does in this army reduction, he's looking for a certain kind of person. Look in chapter number 7, verse 3, what he said. He said, now therefore go to proclaim in the ears of the people, saying, whosoever is fearful and afraid, let him return and depart early from the Mount Gilead. And the return to the people, 20 and 2,000, and there remained 10,000. So basically what happened was God told Gideon, he said, you tell all the cowards to go home. 
So the very first thing God was looking for in this army of one was a bunch of warriors. And 22,000 tuck, tail, and run. Now, let me ask you something. If only the fearless were here next Sunday, would you be here? That's a question, isn't it? If only those, like Paul said there in Romans 1, 16, that were not ashamed of the gospel, if that was the only people that were here next Sunday, I wonder how many people would be here. If the president got on the TV and said, we're canceling services, no church services next Sunday, nobody's to go. If you go, you're going to get thrown in prison. I wonder how many people would be here next Sunday. How many people would say, boy, this is my Sunday to watch online. The very first people that God